Thanks for checking out the latest episode of the Spencer on Sports podcast. Heard weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on 1600 ESPN. This is Spencer on Sports on 1600 ESPN. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Glad to be back with you here from the Eakin Nutrition Studios on 1600 ESPN. It is Spencer on Sports, wrapping up local programming here on 1600 ESPN. With you till 6, got the Cyclones Coaches Corner Show later on this evening, 6.30 start time for that. Until then, plenty of sports talk to get you up until 6 p.m. Spencer Wagan and producer Andrew with you. Hanging out here, 1600 AM, 102.3 in the FM dial in Cedar Rapids, 106.3 in Iowa City. Also streaming at KGYMRadio.com. You can also find us on our free-to-download app for your smartphone and on your smart speaker. Appreciate you coming along for the ride as always. Plenty of college hoops talk to get to, uh, particularly here in the first hour of the program. We'll look back on the top 10 battle last night in Houston, which did not go the way of Iowa State. Houston Coming out with a 73-65 win last night, uh, taking control, at least for the moment, uh, first place in the Big 12. We'll hear a little bit from TJ Otzelberg coming up here in just a bit. Iowa men are in action tonight as well, just under two hours from tip-off. The Hawkeyes and Michigan State from the Breslin Center in East Lansing. Do the Hawkeyes have a shot here tonight, or is it going to be Sparty dominating on their home floor? We'll get your thoughts uh, coming up here in just a bit. Also, uh, I believe we have uh, the beef has been squashed, if there ever was beef, between Cheryl Swoops and Caitlin Clark. Apparently Cheryl Swoops, who made some comments about Caitlin Clark and how, well, she's done this in five years and all these inaccurate comments about the records that uh, Caitlin Clark has been breaking uh, this season. Apparently Cheryl Swoops has apologized. New developments within the last 24 hours or so. And who facilitated the conversation might be of surprise to some as well. We'll tell you about that before 5 o'clock. Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, it's not necessarily the theme uh, of the hour, but expansion uh, will come up a couple different times in the 5 o'clock hour. As you heard SportsCenter report a few moments ago, the college football playoff format is approved. It's going to be the 5 plus 7 model for the 12-team playoff starting this fall, but could we already be discussing expanding again the college football playoff? I'll have details on that coming up around 510. Also, an interesting piece from Jeff Passan uh, on ESPN.com earlier today about Major League Baseball expansion. We've been sitting at 30 teams for quite some time. Are we, are we going to get to 32 anytime soon? Do we even want 32 teams? I'll get your thoughts coming up after 530. Of course, we've got the sports menu on the way. Around 550 here on 1600 ESPN. 319 366 1600 is that talk and text line. I uh, would love to uh, hear from you uh, on the talk and text line here today. Anything that's on your mind is fair game here from the sports world on 1600 ESPN. Andrew is here. You're, you were giving me kind of a puzzled look before. No, Everything no, okay it over was there? because you mentioned the beef between Caitlin and it's not really like I don't think Caitlin yeah. had any beef with Cheryl Swoops. It's just Cheryl Swoops just started talking and didn't have facts to back up what she was trying to argue. Got it. But uh, she has apparently apologized uh, to well, Caitlin. I mean, Clark, that's good, though, which 
scrolling through Twitter just recently, I found <clears> something <throat> about Caitlyn and Pistol Pete and how <laughs> she's 99 points away from beating his record. Yes. And somebody's like, hey, this is going to happen because people are going to debate it and whether it's legit or not. Here's some background on both of them and their right. records. Yep. Just so that way when people start talking about it, at least some of you have reference to it if you right. see that. Have accurate facts to back yes. up what you are what you are discussing. That's that's something that's sorely needed this day and age. Yes. But uh, we'll, we'll get into more of that in just a bit. You're going to be a busy guy uh, today and on Thursday when you're with yep. us. I should mention uh, to the listeners out there, uh, we were not allowed to talk about this uh, this giveaway on the show yesterday. Uh, you, If you follow us on Facebook, the 1600 ESPN Facebook page, do have a contest uh, starting today running through the end of the week. If you're a rock and roll fan, uh, you're probably familiar with Primus and Coheed and Cambria. They are coming to the McGrath Amphitheater uh, July 27th, so way is out yet, but uh, you're thinking well, it's a very beautiful day outside, so I can't say think warm thoughts for that, but uh, think of a nice summer night enjoying music at the McGrath Amphitheater, and uh, we'll give you a chance to win a pair of tickets. Uh, we're going to have a day where we double up. It's not today, but we will have a day where we double up uh, your chances to win, but i got to play a game called Prime Numbers. Prime Numbers. So work in sports, work in numbers, work in jersey numbers. I'll explain it. When we do it, I'll probably do it here in the first hour of the show. So be listening for that. How about 20 minutes from now? Your chance to win tickets to see Primus and uh, Coheed and Cambria at the McGrath Amphitheater in Cedar Rapids coming up this summer. Playing prime numbers here on 1600 ESPN. Also have uh, our winning sports word around 530 tonight in the Man Cave Contest. So busy, busy, busy here on the program. Without further ado, let's dive right into what's going on in the sports world today. Big news, this just in. So this is a really big deal, people. This is our lead story. Let's dive in with some hoops discussion here on a Tuesday. Rewinding briefly to last night and then looking ahead to tonight. Important game for the Iowa men going to Michigan State. East Lansing is the location for tonight's contest. But look back on uh, a pretty solid top 10 battle last night. Obviously, if you're an Iowa State fan, you're you're not pleased with how things turned out. But, uh, you know, you split with uh, you split with a pretty darn good basketball team in Houston, winning on your home floor back in January and then losing, putting up a decent effort. But really, the, the slow start, I think, ultimately is what would hurt you in the end and falling 73-65 last night to the Houston Cougars inside the Vertita Center in Houston, Texas. Iowa State getting 17 points from Keyshawn Gilbert last night, 13 apiece from Trey King and Curtis Jones. Kind of the, the script reversed from what we saw in Ames, and we talked about that with John Walters yesterday uh, on the program. He joins me every Monday around 4.30 to talk about uh, things happening in Iowa State sports, football and, and basketball. Uh, since it is basketball season, obviously you're previewing games like the one we saw last night. But if you're Iowa State, you wanted to get off to another fast start like you saw in that game back in January in Ames, a 14 nothing run to start, and it felt kind of like the opposite in this one because Houston uh, had uh, a big lead in that one, 14 to four at one point, 15 to four lead ballooning to 17 to four with 10 minutes left. So halfway through that first half before Iowa state got off that four point mark. And then, you know, they were able to battle back, able to uh, keep 
in the game. Uh, Houston had some opportunities, had some missed shots to uh, that that kept Iowa State in the game. But ultimately, in the end, it was the Cougars uh, getting the win on their home floor. Uh, still have not lost. Uh, I talked about this in the show yesterday. Kind of, you know, you talk about the comparisons between the two teams when it comes to home and, and road records. Uh Houston and Iowa State both unbeaten at home. We know how tough it is to win on the road in college basketball. We talk about it all the time for the Big Ten, but uh, you talk about it in the sense of the Big Twelve. This is not a place where not a place where Houston loses. They've got a very good uh, home court advantage there. Uh, the game that everybody was pumped up for. Great crowd had celebrities in attendance last night. They showed the the crowd on hand, which uh, looked uh, engaged and into it. Uh, last night and in the end Houston one of the best defensive teams in the country going up against another one of the best defensive teams in the country and Houston just did just a little bit more in that one to uh, to get the victory against 73 65 over Iowa State last night uh, in Houston uh, Jamal shed with uh, with a heck of a performance uh, 12 of 13 from the foul line 6 of 10 from the floor finishing with 26 points, and then Emmanuel Sharp having a strong game as well. Uh, the two players in double figures for Houston last night, 20 points for Sharp as Iowa State uh, suffers a loss, losing to the Cougars last night down in Houston. Here's a little bit from T.J. Otzelberger last night, uh, as you heard him here on 1600 ESPN, courtesy of Learfield Sports. Uh, Otzelberger talking about the loss to Houston Cyclones, like I mentioned, only scoring four points in the opening 10 minutes. Never able to find a way to grab a lead, even a small one, in that loss. And uh, really the the overarching uh, sentiment is that slow start is at least part of uh, what hurt Iowa State in the game last night. Yeah, it was tough. I mean, they, they do a great job here getting out to leads and, and building that momentum, and certainly were able to do that. We knew it was going to be important that – um, you know, we valued the basketball and, and tried to avoid early turnovers and, and not putting ourselves in deficit. But they're a great defensive club. They do a great job. And, you know, we weren't able to quite execute that at the start and it put us in a tough spot where we were always trying to climb back in. And talking about climbing back in, uh, got, uh, you know, from a 17-4 deficit to only a five-point deficit at the break. Here's uh, the head coach of the Cyclones talking about having that battle back uh, mentality and being able to do that on the road in a tough environment. And I, I thought our guys were in great spirits and, you know, we probably need to do a better job starting the second half and, and, and just, you know, coming out. I thought we had that first stop and then we, we scored and then, you know, felt like they scored a few in a row after that. And we've just, we've got to take pride in coming out and getting those stops out of the locker room. Iowa State with the loss last night, falling to Houston 73-65. I think you needed a little bit more from Taman Lipsy in the game last night, especially in the offensive uh, end of the, of, uh, of things uh, on the court last night. Lipsy with four points only, one of eight from the floor, 0 for 1 from three. Uh, even assists at four, which was still pretty good. Three rebounds on the night, but six turnovers, part of 16 on the night for Iowa State, and that's kind of where you look at the tail of the tape and you see, you know, this is kind of a, a, a reverse of what we saw at Ames, a reverse of what we've seen uh, happen uh, for Iowa State as they take on teams and turnover opponents, uh, cause turnovers, get steals, and turn those into buckets. Iowa State last night with 16 turnovers compared to just nine for Houston and points off turnovers. 
uh, 20 points off turnovers for Houston in that contest uh, last night. Uh, as you look at the Big 12 standings and kind of compare where things are, still obviously not over yet. The race is still on here in the Big 12 as you get towards conference tournament time. Iowa State with another opportunity here coming up uh, against West Virginia at uh, at home on Saturday. There was so much talk about Scott Unash's lawn on the gym class. I'm, I'm like, what were we talking about basketball? Are we talking about lawn and garden do i have to like get some experts in here to talk about like bluegrass and proper mowing technique or something i don't know but i i i tend to agree i'm not going to bet my house i don't own my house so i i can't the people will be very mad at me if i bet my house but iowa state's unbeaten at home i don't see them losing to west virginia out of their five games left i think they will they are guaranteed and nothing nothing is guaranteed i sound like sound like joe namath here I guarantee it. They play three more games at home. They're unbeaten at home. I think they win at least three of the final five games. The two on the road at UCF and Kansas State are toss-ups. I think they can and probably will win both. There's a very good chance they go 5-0 and to end the season. Uh, the Big 12 is very tough, so I'm not going to I'm not going to put any money on that. I'm not going to bet my house, my car, my computer, anything like that, but They've got a pretty good chance. Iowa State's got a good chance. They're going to stay in this conference race. I think they're playing really good basketball. You have bumps in the road sometimes. Uh, we saw them lose to Baylor, a game they probably could have and maybe should have won. If the clock wasn't uh, a tenth of a second too slow, too fast in the end there. But you have bumps on the road. You play good teams in the road. You'll bounce back, and I think Iowa State will bounce back this weekend against West Virginia. They've got a revenge game opportunity against Oklahoma. That's where they lost to open Big 12 play back uh, in early January. BYU as well, you lost in Provo. Uh, you like to return the favor against a solid BYU squad. They come to Ames on March 6th. UCF and K-State, I think they could beat UCF. UCF's had some good wins, including a win over Kansas this year. Um, and Texas too. K-State is the one to watch. I know I don't need to, I'm not breaking any news for Iowa State fans when I say that because of the whole Jerome Tang uh, thing with the, the spy gate and the guy who looks like Jim Carrey crying or pretending to egg him on with the tears. Did you see that, Andrew, the guy? No. There, there's not, a, there's no a season ticket holder about. at Iowa State. I think his name is like Jonathan or something. He's on social media now. He kind of looks like Jim Carrey in, in the Kansas State-Iowa State game uh, back uh, late January. Okay. Jerome Tang, the head coach at Kansas State, got a technical foul, uh -huh. and there was a crowd shot of the people behind the Kansas State bench kind of egging on the coach, and one of them looked like Jim Carrey, and he was like, oh, are you going to cry? Are you going to cry? There's a great video. You can look it up. Yeah, I have uh, And there's T-shirts and everything with it. But uh, Jerome Tang is not well-liked by Iowa State fans, and uh, K-State wants some revenge. K-State has not been playing good ball lately. Since that incident, uh, they have, what, they are, what, one and six since Jerome Tang accused Iowa State of spying? Yeah, that's going to be. I, I will recommend getting your popcorn ready for Saturday, March 9th, 1 o'clock on ESPN2. So there you go. But Iowa State's got a manageable schedule. Houston. They've got some tough ones. They've got Baylor. Uh, they've got Kansas. Now, that Kansas game is at home, and you talk about teams playing 
bad on the road versus really good at home. Kansas is one of those teams. You look at the splits on the road. 14-0 at home for the Jayhawks, 3-5 on the road. So I would pencil I would pencil Houston in. It's going to be a good game regardless, but I would pencil Houston in as a winner over Kansas on March 9th. Baylor, going to Baylor. We'll see if there's a little bit of an emotional letdown uh, this weekend uh, as they head to Waco. They've got Cincinnati, Oklahoma, and UCF as well. So not not out of it by any means if you're Iowa State. Still plenty to play for. And it starts here with a team that's tied for last in the Big 12, West Virginia, 3-9, and 8-17. and 17. So certainly things uh, looking in your favor this weekend against the Mountaineers. Well, we know every night out it's it's a battle in this conference, and certainly that was the case here this evening. And now we've got to take what we can, get back to the practice core, and be at our very best come Saturday. Uh, our guys take a lot of uh, pride in their preparation and getting ready to play. Excited to get back in front of our fans. Um, so appreciative to them and, and ready to protect our home court come Saturday. TJ Otzelberger from the postgame show last night on Learfield Sports. 319-366-1600. Iowa State losing last night in the Big 12 uh, to Houston in what turned out to be, I thought, a pretty solid game. Uh, despite the slow start for Iowa State, I think you uh, you still had you had a good one on your hands for Big Monday uh, last night as things uh, things got going. Uh, with uh, the new week of college basketball. Cyclones are one game back of Houston in the standings. Heading into uh, action for the rest of this week. From the Big 12, we move on to the Big 10. We'll kind of split this up here. We'll do our uh, giveaway here in just a bit, playing prime numbers for those uh, Primus and uh, Coheed and Cambria tickets in just a moment. Also get you a local update from Andrew in, in just a bit. But Iowa men taking on Michigan State tonight. Certainly not a place where there's been a ton of success for Iowa, but they have won recently there. It's it's a, everywhere in the Big Ten is a tough place to win. Not breaking any new ground there, but uh, Iowa winning as uh, recently as 2021, uh, winning by 30 points back in 2021. Uh, did play there last year, uh, a close game going into East Lansing, uh, fell 63-61, had chances at the end. I believe it was even Peyton Sanford who had a pretty good look uh, at the end uh, to uh, to give Iowa a pretty solid win if they were able to do it. But it came up just short uh, last year in East Lansing. Of course, the last time these two teams met was uh, that crazy, crazy game uh, almost one year ago, February 25th, 2023, the stare down from Fran McCaffrey. Uh, Iowa down 11 points with 55 seconds left, forced overtime and won 112-106. One of the all-time, what did I just witness basketball games in uh, in basketball history period, but especially uh, Iowa basketball history. It's it's a game certainly. If you're Iowa, you you'd like to build on momentum that you may have after uh, the overtime win over Wisconsin this past weekend. Can you be consistent? Can you show consistency and can you carry over the good things you did uh, against Wisconsin and carry that over into a tough road environment uh, at Michigan state? Uh, This Iowa basketball team hasn't shown, I think enough consistency this season as a whole, especially you look at kind of the recent trends dating back to that Maryland loss at home. 
uh, in which uh, Jameer Young had the the basket in the final seconds. 69-67 loss there. Then you go and beat Michigan. You lose at Indiana. You beat Ohio State at home. You lose at Penn State. You come back from down 20 to beat Minnesota. You lose at Maryland. And then you beat Wisconsin at home. Been alternating wins and losses for the last several weeks. Doesn't necessarily mean you're going to go out and lose tonight. No, but the trends show that you fought, you have a big bounce back win. You you have a win that kind of eases the sting of of a tough loss, especially some of those tough road losses that we've seen from Iowa over the last several weeks of of Big Ten play. Even the tough home loss to Maryland uh, back uh, uh, when uh, again Jameer Young hit that shot to win the game in the very end. Can you carry over the positives? from the Wisconsin game uh, into a game at Michigan State. And I have my doubts. Um, We'll see if Iowa can do it tonight. We'll find out together. Uh, But we haven't seen enough uh, just consistent play in back-to-back stretches for this Iowa team, especially on the road. Uh, They've had leads uh, in their game, second-half leads. In fact, it's right there in the game notes, and I don't need to tell you any more than – uh, than the next person if you're an Iowa fan, but they've had leads in the second half in each of their last three road losses. Had a 60-68-66 lead at Indiana with uh, just over 90 seconds to play. Ended up losing that one. Uh, had a lead at Penn State with eight minutes and change left. Ended up losing. And then at Maryland, you led by 10 with 12 minutes to play and got outscored down the stretch and ended up losing. Two and seven road record. And certainly would need to win here. Probably need to win against Illinois, split with Illinois. Whether that means winning in Champaign and losing at home or vice versa. Maybe dropping one in Illinois uh, this weekend and, and winning the finale on March 10th. And then you need to take care of business against Penn State and Northwestern. Uh, home game against the Nittany Lions. A road game at Northwestern. Easier said than done. Again, for a team that hasn't been hasn't been as consistent as they should be or could be this year uh, for this Iowa basketball team, and um, you know, got to go out and take care of business. If you can do it tonight, hey, good for you, Michigan. This is that time of the year where Michigan State, uh, and they have been showing it already, but it's it's getting to be March. It's getting to be Tom Izzo time. Uh, just when you think Michigan State is yeah, not playing all that good at the beginning of the season, they find a way to flip that switch. They find a way to get better as the season goes on, and they certainly are uh, doing that here. Spartans 13-2 and at home this year, uh, and since they lost back-to-back games to Wisconsin and at Nebraska, they've won 13 of their last 17 games. So certainly... Uh, playing some good basketball here uh, as uh, the season starts to wind down on the men's side. We'll hear a little bit from Fran McCaffrey coming up in just a bit uh, as he uh, shares his thoughts uh, on the matchup tonight between the Hawkeyes and the Spartans out in East Lansing. Uh, Interesting to note, and I'll share more on this in just a bit, but Joe Lenardi from ESPN does uh, daily uh, bracketology updates on social media. Uh, shares them on uh, his uh, his X or Twitter platform, uh, talking about the key games tonight, who he has in consideration, uh, 
you know, who's who's in, who's out, just updating uh, the bubble. When it comes to the Big Ten, he's got three teams that are considered bubble teams, and Iowa is in consideration, although the gap between the last Big Ten team in, according to Lenardi, and where Iowa's at right now is pretty significant. Again, I'll share more on that coming up after the break. 319-366-1600. Let's do this. I'll give you a chance to win uh, now with our uh, prime numbers contest. <coughs> Pardon me there for uh, just a minute. Again, we're giving you a chance to uh, get some tickets, free tickets on us to see uh, Primus and Coheed and Cambria coming to the McGrath Amphitheater in Cedar Rapids this summer, July 27th. The game, as I mentioned, is called Prime Numbers. I'm going to give you a clue about an athlete, including their jersey number. The first person to correctly identify the athlete I am talking about will be the winner. Here are your clues today. I I, I think it's going to be pretty easy. So, Andrew, get ready for floods of calls with the with the correct answer. Your clues today... This NFL quarterback wears the number 13 and just helped lead his team to the Super Bowl in his second year in the pros. Unfortunately, this former Mr. Irrelevant lost to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Who is it? 319-366-1600. First person to give Andrew the correct answer. We'll take home a pair of tickets to see Primus and Coheed and Cambria in Cedar Rapids coming up in July. Who is it? Give Andrew a call now. We'll uh, reveal the winner coming up in just a bit here on 1600 ESPN. Stay tuned. Eastern Iowa weather from 1600 ESPN. I'm Casey Ferris with a check for your forecast. We will see a few passing clouds as we go throughout tonight with temperatures remaining pretty mild. An overnight low will fall back into the lower 30s. Increasing cloud cover is expected as we head towards Wednesday afternoon. Overall, though warm conditions expected, highs will be into the upper 50s to near 60 degrees. Wednesday night, there is a chance to maybe see a few isolated showers across the area. Most of that activity will be south of Highway 30. Temperatures will fall back near 40 degrees. And that was a check of your Iowa's News Now weather first forecast. Network Computer Solutions, this is Patty. When you call NCS, Patty answers the phone, looks into your concern, and lets you know how soon one of their local techs will help. It's the human side of IT and the way Network Computer Solutions has been doing business for 15 years. This high-touch approach makes an uncustomary difference for their customers. See how they can make your business run smoother at ncsei.com. Network Computer Solutions. Their people are the missing piece to your IT puzzle. What's up, everybody? It's Spencer here for your neighborhood Quick Star. You know, I have been super busy lately just with work and life in general. Just moved into a new place within the last week. So I've been thinking about Quick Star quite a bit lately and taking advantage of their take-home meals. They've got new lower prices on them every day. They make mealtime so much easier, especially when, you know, all your stuff, including some of your food, is in a box and you really don't feel like doing all the unpacking and cooking. You can just stop by your local Quick Star and grab great options freshly prepared from the Quick Star kitchens like chicken bacon mac and cheese the fettuccine alfredo with grilled chicken or the meatloaf with mashed potatoes and gravy all fantastic and all available today at your local quick star and don't forget quick star for your daily essentials too like milk and eggs and butter and bread and that awesome deal on bacon still going on right now just 249 for a 12 ounce pack yep 249 for a 12 ounce pack of bacon right now at your local quick star 
Tune in to 1600 ESPN every weekday at 5 o'clock with Spencer on Sports for Drive Time, driven by Linder Tire. At Lowe's, save big every day when you buy in bulk. Save 10% when you buy 68 or more select OSB sheathing. Plus, save 10% on bulk purchases of Hillman galvanized fasteners. Visit us in-store or online for the materials you need. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Selection varies by location. While supplies last, discount taken at time of purchase. See sales associate for details. Four! I wish I was a better golfer. Four is an odd word to yell. Whoa, where'd you come from? It's me, Flo, and I'm here to grant your wish of Progressive taking $50 off your deductibles. Just choose the deductible savings bank feature and finish your policy period without filing a claim or having a driving violation. Great, but um, what about my golf swing? Oh, I just do insurance. Sorry. Sign up for Progressive and opt into more savings. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Not available in all states or situations. With your local sports update on 1600 ESPN, I'm Andrew Michael. The Iowa State men's basketball team lost a top 10 battle at Houston last night, 73-65. Keyshawn Gilbert scored 17 points with Trey King and Curtis Jones, adding 13 points in the loss each. The Cyclones return home to play West Virginia on Saturday afternoon. Another week, another Player of the Week award for Iowa's Caitlin Clark. The senior of the Iowa women's basketball team earned Big Ten Player of the Week honors on Monday for the ninth time this season. Clark got the award after passing Washington's Kelsey Plum to become the all-time leading scorer in the NCAA women's basketball Thursday night against Michigan. She scored 49 points, 13 assists, and 5 rebounds in the win over the Wolverines. This is the 27th weekly award from the conference for Caitlin Clark, which is the most in Big Ten history. Iowa men's basketball player Owen Freeman also got honors from the Big Ten Conference on Monday. Freeman was named the Big Ten Freshman of the Week for the second consecutive week for the ninth time this season. Freeman averaged 12.5 points, 10 rebounds, 3.5 blocks, 3 assists, and 1 steal in games against Maryland and Michigan last week, including a 20-point and 12-rebound performance in an overtime win over the Badgers on Saturday. Freeman has won 9 of the 14 Freshmen of the Week honors from the Big Ten this season. The Coe College women's basketball team begins postseason play at home tonight in the first round of the American Rivers Conference Tournament. The Go Hawks are number three seed in the ARC Tournament and host the number six seed Luther College tonight at 7 p.m. Coe swept Luther in regular season, averaging a 22-point margin in the victories. The winner of tonight's game plays at number two seed Loris on Thursday night. Tonight on 1600 ESPN, we have the Cyclones Coaches Corner Show at 6.30. That's your local sports update. I'm Andrew Michael for 1600 ESPN. This is Spencer on Sports on 1600 ESPN. 435 back with you from the Eakin Nutrition Studios here on 1600 ESPN. Iowa baseball team, their home opener going on today down at Dwayne Banks Field in Iowa City. Hawkeyes up 10 nothing. Top half of the third, taking on the aforementioned Loris College Dewhawks. Eight spot in the bottom half of the second for Iowa Raider Tello with a home run in the first, and then eight runs coming across in the second. Michael Seegers with the bases clearing uh, double in that contest uh, as well. So Hawkeyes up big on Loris. Uh, they'll be heading out to take on a uh, number of different teams later on this week. Auburn, Virginia, and Wichita State. Part of that Jacksonville College Baseball Classic. More on that as the week 
progresses here, but uh, Iowa leading 10 nothing that game in the top half of the third. 319-366-1600, that, was, or that is the talk and text line here for you uh, on a uh, Tuesday afternoon. Congratulations to Brandon from Swisher. Brandon from Swisher was our first winner in prime numbers. Brandon's got himself a pair of tickets to see Primus along with Coheed and Cambria at the McGrath Amphitheater in Cedar Rapids. Giving you clues, including the jersey number for a specific athlete. I went easy on you today. The correct answer is Brock Purdy. Number 13, quarterback in the Super Bowl. Lost to Mahomes and the Chiefs. Mr. Irrelevant probably gave it away. There are many things that probably gave it away, but congratulations to Brandon. He is our first winner uh, today. Again, we're going to double up uh, one day this week, maybe tomorrow, maybe Thursday, maybe Friday. Not sure when, but uh, that was just a little little priming of the pump. Again, I'm trying to work prime and primus priming. I This is why they pay me the big bucks here at the radio station. I don't know. No, I'm just I'm trying to be creative, be fun. Who can do caller six? Do that, but no. I can't promise, by the way, that the numbers in the contest will actually be prime numbers. I believe 13 is a prime number. I'm pretty sure, yeah. I think it is. I, I didn't get into radio for the math. So no. you know, if, no. if, if, if you hear a number that is not a prime number as part of the prime numbers contest, please don't flame me on the text line or the talk line. Although I'm sure some of you will, but. Yeah, just, regardless. It, it'll there's, happen. There's some people that listen that don't just, like. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Just, just sit there and boo me incessantly. While, mm-hmm. while I'm talking. Kind of like this. That's what it sounds like. In your car or in your house. Stop yeah. talking about the stuff. Where, where, do the, where, does this, where do the sound effect come from, by the way? I have no idea. I just, just kind of like randomly it's, found it and dragged it onto my thing. So It's probably just like something we got from the system we're using. So. Probably. I would imagine so. But yeah. another chance to win uh, those tickets coming up uh, on tomorrow's program here at 1600. ESPN 319-366-1600 sticking with college hoops uh, here for a little bit longer uh, today uh, recap the Iowa State loss to Houston in the first part of the show uh, Iowa Michigan State tonight Spartans a sizable favorite tonight Circus Sports Iowa has Michigan State as a nine and a half point favorite tonight uh, against the Iowa men uh, six o'clock start on Peacock not easy to find success on the road, but there is a recipe for it. Here's Fran McCaffrey talking about trying to find a way to win games on the road in the Big Ten. Easier said than done, as we've established. you got to take care of the ball and you got to rebound. Then you have a shot. If you're turning the ball over on the road, it, it magnifies. And if you're giving up second shots, uh, second shot kick out threes, then you got a problem. But you, you got to give yourself a chance every time you come down the floor uh, on the road. And Fran stating the obvious here, but keeping care of the ball, taking care of the ball, keeping control of the ball, not turning it over, a big key against a team like Michigan State. You know, you have to be able to execute your stuff. You have to be able to rebound. You have to be able to move the ball and get good shots without turning it over. Uh, because if you turn it over against them, it turns into points. Uh, It's not like you can get your defense back. They're gone. And playing at a place like the Breslin Center, you have to have some guys who've been there and and done that and had a little bit of success there. Again, when you have such a young team and only a few guys who've played there and had mixed levels of success, maybe played a close game or two there, but maybe not have won a game, 
in the Breslin Center. It, it, it's tough to really rely on maybe some veteran experience, but Fran McCaffrey knows how to knows how to get things done and uh, certainly will uh, rely on the guys who've been in the environment before and played against Michigan State in the past to give the younger guys some tips on how to uh, to find success tonight. If you have some veteran guys that have played on the road in this league, and that's obviously one of the tougher places to play, you know, you just you, you just kind of get used to it. Uh, you know, you have you know our philosophy and our style, and Tom's got his philosophy and his style. And uh, you know, our guys, you know, we, we've got a bunch of guys who have played in that atmosphere, uh, and some who have not. So uh, we'll see how they do. Iowa has won four of the last five meetings uh, in the series, including that overtime game uh, last year inside Carver Hawkeye Arena. Those clips were, you know, kind of game analysis. It's this next clip that I know has caused some to react, whether positively or negatively, on social media. Seems like more negative than positive, but I'll play it for you, and I'll I'll just ask for your general takeaways. Are are we reading too much into what we hear Fran McCaffrey say at the end of this clip? You know, we don't know anything else. You know, we got into coaching right right out of college and grinded our way up in the coaching profession, and being around young people on a daily basis keeps you young, and. You know, Tom loves it. He's really good at it. He has nothing more to prove. He's already in the Hall of Fame. But uh, he's not slowing down, and he's not retiring anytime soon. And neither am I. He's not slowing down. He's not retiring anytime soon, and neither am I. I I feel like there is a good chunk of people who, I don't know if they assumed this was friends last year or – we're expecting it to be, or I, I don't know where the fan base is in general with it, but unprompted, just a general question about two guys who've been doing it a while, right? And Fran McCaffrey and Tom Izzo, they've been around the block. They've seen a thing or two multiple times in their career and kind of unprompted responds with, well, he's not going anywhere and neither am I. And I, yeah, again, I, I did. I personally didn't necessarily believe that this was going to be Fran McCaffrey's last year. You imagine that sometime in the next, I don't know, three to five years, maybe it for him. We'll see. But I don't know your your reaction to hearing those words yesterday from Fran McCaffrey that he's not going anywhere. Did did you think he was three one nine three six six sixteen hundred? Curious in general what you think of those comments. I look, I think we've seen him, you know, we've we've had we've seen down years like this. I mean, you're coming off a, a, a very good run of making the NCAA tournament. You didn't get far in the NCAA tournament, but this is clearly a quote unquote rebuilding year. You still have a chance here down the stretch. It's gonna take a lot. I'm not saying again, I'm not I'm not betting on you know, certain things with Iowa State. I'm not betting on this Iowa team to make a big run here and get to the NCAA tournament. They'd need to uh, win a good chunk of their remaining, what, five left uh, with two against Illinois and the one tonight against Michigan State included in that. 
and then take care of business against Penn State and Northwestern, easier said than done, and likely win the the whole thing, the whole shebang in in Indi- or in Minneapolis, excuse me, the Big Ten uh, men's basketball tournament. Again, easier said than done. Can it be done? Yes, but the chances of it happening are are I think pretty slim. We'll see what happens, obviously, but I think you got a couple good recruits coming in. You've got another year with the, the young players on this team. I think while this season is going to be viewed, I think, largely as a disappointment because you didn't continue the streak of making the NCAA tournament. You didn't get a crack at getting past the first weekend of the big dance. I think there's still a lot to be positive about with the Iowa men's team. I, I, for all the for all the the tough road losses that you've seen, the games that they've essentially given away, I, I referred to them before the break with the loss to Indiana, the loss at Penn State, the loss at Maryland, all three probably should have been wins if they're able to hang on to those leads. You still have, you know, the 20-point comeback against Minnesota. You have the overtime win, finding a way to win against Wisconsin in overtime uh, this past weekend. I think they'll they'll win a couple. I'm not sure how many they'll win of the final five. I think they could win at least two of them, uh, which two I won't necessarily put my finger on, but I think you can beat Penn State at home. Uh, I think you could upset Illinois at home. You could beat Northwestern on the road, that's for sure. What happens tonight, you know, is anyone's guess uh, in East Lansing because we've seen Iowa go in there, like I just talked about, win by 30-plus points, right? 30 points back in 2021, much different year, much different team uh, for, for both sides, right? But still a chance to close this season on a positive note, still an opportunity for postseason play, likely going to be the NIT, and then I think next year your expectations bump up a little bit. And if Fran's planning on being here, then he's planning on being here. And the 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 issue, if there is one, gets gets kicked down the road. But kind of making those comments, like I said, unprovoked yesterday uh, as part of his uh, pregame Zoom saying, well, Tom Izzo's not going anywhere, and and either am I uh, for, this, uh, for this basketball team, for my coaching career, at least just yet. 319-366-1600, Hawkeyes and Spartans tonight. Peacock. Uh, is your friend again tonight. If you have not, if you just signed on for the Caitlin Clark game last week on the Hawkeyes and Michigan, you'll you'll need it for another night tonight. You'll need it for Thursday night too because the Iowa women against Indiana is also a Peacock game, but uh, 6 o'clock start tonight uh, on the streaming platform uh, for Big Ten Hoops. Got two games on there tonight. Maryland and Wisconsin, your other choice uh, tonight after the Iowa-Michigan State game from East Lansing. 319-366-1600-447, quick timeout. Back with more. We'll wrap up the first hour and uh, get you into our number two, Drive Time, next here on 1600 ESPN. Choose family. Choose friends. Choose your community. Choose Choose local. local. Choose local for everything. Clothes, food, a deserving charity, a new ride, or a place to keep your nest egg. When you buy from, invest in, or donate to businesses here in the corridor, you help keep our community strong and vibrant. Choose local. This message proudly presented by Randy's Flooring in Coralville and Cedar Rapids. Surgery Center Cedar Rapids. 
Orchestra Iowa, and 1600 ESPN. Emil's Hideaway is the place to get together. Stop in for a drink and some chow with your buddies. Emil's opens every day at 4. If you're hanging out at home instead, order pickup and delivery at emilshideaway.com. Emil's Hideaway, a great place to meet up with friends. Do relationships have to be easy to be right? Of course not. The best relationships with friends, family, or partners happen when both people put in the time and commitment to make them great. Therapy can help. BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy. Start the process in minutes and switch therapists anytime. Give your relationship some love with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Freddie today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Freddie. I lock up my Old Spice Fiji aluminum free dry spray to keep that 24-7 lasting freshness safe for myself. Fresh coconuts, palm trees in the wind. It's like catching waves in Fiji. Actually, I just talked myself into a refreshing spritz of Fiji. My Old Spice is missing! No! Drumheller here to help you beat the books with BetQL. San Francisco travels to 18th-ranked St. Mary's for a big WCC matchup. Everybody's expecting a high-scoring matchup, but BetQL does not. The model has the total at 126 points, a six-point difference from the current total. San Francisco, St. Mary's under 132.5 is the five-star bet. I'm Mark Drumheller. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL and BetMGM apps today. If you're like most people, you've had your fair share of financial questions. Questions like, can I afford my son's travel hockey team? What if my daughter doesn't get that soccer scholarship? Will I be able to enjoy golf in retirement? At Empower, we know these questions can be stressful. We're here to help answer your what ifs and empower what's next. Join 18 million Americans and take control of your financial future. Start today at Empower.com. Sponsored by Empower Personal Wealth. was never good at playing sports, but you sure can't talk about him. You're listening to Spencer on Sports on 1600 ESPN. Back at 450 here on 1600 ESPN. 319-366-1600. Multiple people on the text line coming out in support of Fran McCaffrey returning for next season and beyond. And I, I don't disagree. I mean, he's a solid coach. Uh, he identifies talent and develops talent very well. If the only knock on him is, boy, they haven't gotten to the Sweet 16 in a while. Sure, that that is that is you know something that I'm sure gets brought up. It's something that's in the back of their mind. But as Ryan and Walford on the text line pointed points out, and I know several of you will agree, and pretty much all of you will agree. Uh, Iowa fans need to be careful what they wish for. Fran deserves more time. I don't think I need to remind anyone what Iowa basketball was like before Fran. Yes. Do we want to go back to the the latter Alford years and the entirety of the Todd Licklider era? Be careful what you wish for. I, I, I who My question when something like this comes up is who will you get that's better? And yes, there are several answers on the table. I'm sure you could come up with them. That's not necessarily the the way I want to the way I want to steer the discussion here, but I think he's been a he's been a solid coach for Iowa basketball. They've gotten to a level of you know consistent success, consistent 
play in the Big Ten at the very least uh, to get to to get the the program back to at least where it was when Dr. Tom was in town, right? I don't think I'm wrong in saying that. 319-366-1600-8683, pointing out three players into the NBA the last three years. Both the Murray boys were still here and didn't go to the NBA. Uh, What will we have? Yeah, I mean, again, player development, talent identifying, uh, being able to identify talent, Certainly has been, certainly has been strong suits, right? Yeah, they're on the court success uh, when it comes to regular season championships. Uh, when it comes to getting past the NCAA, you know, first weekend. Sure, if you want to say that's the big gripe that's holding you back from, you know, and I'm not, you know, trying to rah rah here, you know, whatever. It, like I. That's not my point here. I'm not trying to put on the black and gold pom-poms and dance around and, hey, ain't everything great? Go Hawks. That's not the type of show you're going to get with me. But I just, I feel like expectations for some are unrealistic. Am I wrong? 319-366-1600. We also have 1345 on the text line in support of Fran McCaffrey staying. They're a Cyclone fan. They need that goofball, according to 1345. I appreciate your honesty. I really do. I really do. 319-366-1600. I promised you a little bit of news, and I don't know if it is news. I don't think there was ever beef. I can't can't spin the wheel of beef. That is a Todd Brommelkamp show exclusive, morning 630 till 9 here on 1600 ESPN. But... Cheryl Swoops, we know she made some comments. Her facts were inaccurate, as Mike Gundy in the I'm a Man, I'm 40 clip says. Get your facts straight. Cheryl Swoops spread some inaccuracies about Caitlin Clark and the time she's had in college uh, and whether her records should count or not because of her inaccurate data and, uh, and half-truths and such. Well, apparently she has apologized to Caitlin Clark. She was on the broadcast over the weekend, uh, Texas Tech and Baylor women's basketball. And apparently, and this is where it gets kind of interesting, Cheryl Swoops revealing on the broadcast, she reached out to Angel Reese and had a good conversation with Angel about the situation. And Cheryl Swoops saying she sent a message to Caitlin and had a nice back and forth with Caitlin Clark. Uh, but Cheryl Swoops did uh, apologize, made a mistake uh, in saying some of the things she did on Gilbert Arenas's uh, podcast. Uh, Swoops saying on the broadcast over the weekend, quote, I have nothing but respect for what she's done for the game. If she wants to share what her response was and how that conversation went, I'll leave that to her. But it was a really good conversation. Angel Reese being the kind of the go-between. I know there's not, you know, we, we've learned that there's no bad blood between Caitlin and Angel uh, ever since the end of that NCAA tournament game with the, you know, the you can't see me and the pointing at the ring and stuff like that or pointing at the ring finger and stuff like that. But to kind of see her as the go-between between Cheryl Swoops and Caitlin Clark or the the facilitator, if you will, of that conversation of encouraging Cheryl to reach out to Caitlin and apologize 
for some of the inaccuracies in her in her comments is certainly interesting. But I think I think it's appreciated, right? I hope it's appreciated uh, by the people that were losing their minds over it. I listening again and reading again Swoops's comments. This is going to be an unpopular opinion, but I think she's right in a sense when it comes to. Will Caitlin have instant success transitioning from college to the pros? I think she's going to have a heck of a WNBA career. I think her success will continue over. She will be a successful pro player, but is it going to be flip of the switch? She walks into the gym with the Indiana Fever or whoever on day one and does the exact same stuff. We don't know. And I think that was part of the comments. They got buried uh, from Cheryl Swoops got buried beneath the the false narratives she was pushing. There is a transition period, although I think that transition period from college to the pros for somebody as good as Caitlin Clark will be will be very very short in nature. Just my opinion. But Cheryl Swoops apparently did reach out and had a conversation uh, with Caitlin Clark. So the beef has been squashed, if there was any beef to begin with. 457 drive time driven by Linder Tire coming up in just a bit. The college football playoff format has been approved. We'll give you details on that. Plus, what about Major League Baseball expansion? That and more on the way next here on 1600 ESPN. In search of the perfect cut for your lawn? Join the pursuit by choosing from a full line of steel mowers. From gas and battery options to zero turns and push mowers, steel offers a wide range of mowing solutions for homeowners and professionals. Right now, get 0% financing on your purchase with a steel zero-turn mower. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com slash mowers. Available at select dealers. Financing available on qualifying purchases and subject to credit approval. See dealer for details. Join us this February as we celebrate National Children's Dental Health Month. Dads, did you know that choosing yummy snacks like fruits and veggies are good for kids' teeth and gums? They are packed with vitamins that their growing bodies need to be healthy. And helping your child brush and floss their teeth every day and prevent cavities. Those silly grins they give us start with a good routine. So remember, healthy healthy habits habits make make healthy healthy smiles. smiles. A message from iSmile in the Iowa Department of Health and Human Services. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. 1600 ESPN is KGYM Cedar Rapids. Broadcasting from the Eakin Nutrition Studios. Eakin Nutrition, located next to Extreme Arena in Coralville. This is SportsCenter. 
I'm Christine Lisi. Two adults have been charged with murder in last week's shooting after the Chiefs' Super Bowl parade in Kansas City. Two juveniles were previously arrested on gun-related and resisting arrest charges. One woman died and 22 others were injured in the shooting. The NFL franchise tag window opened today. The Chiefs, like so many other teams, facing yeah, some big decisions. What to do about defensive tackle Chris Jones and cornerback Legereus Sneed, both with expiring contracts. KC, though, does have some leverage here, believes ESPN's Jeff Darlington. They have shown now that they are a dynasty, and dynasties morph into whatever they need to to win a Super Bowl. I don't believe that Chris Jones or anybody other than Patrick Mahomes is essential to this team going back to the Super Bowl once again. They just have to decide what their identity is going to be and commit to that. The tag deadline is for Eastern on March 5th. College football playoff board of managers unanimously approved a new 12-team format, guarantees the five highest conference champions plus the next seven highest ranked teams in the expanded playoff field this fall. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, making it easy to save money. When you bundle your auto policy with home, condo, or renters, you'll earn a multi-policy discount. Easy to bundle, easy to save. Visit Progressive.com. I'm Dar Danielson. The latest report from the Iowa Cancer Registry estimates an increased number of Iowans will be diagnosed with cancer this year. While at the same time, the projected number of those who will die from cancer is falling. Iowa Cancer Registry Director Mary Charlton says they're focusing on raising awareness about alcohol-related cancers in this year's report. We've seen estimates that only about 40% of the general public know that alcohol is a carcinogen and a risk factor for cancer. She says heavy drinking and binge drinking pose the greatest risk. Webster City man facing animal neglect charges after the Animal Rescue League of Iowa removed dogs from his home last week. Four adult dogs and five puppies were removed from the home of 63-year-old Dennis Goodrich. They were said to be in cramped and filthy conditions. The program manager of the Iowa Waste Reduction Center run by the University of Northern Iowa is now the president of the U.S. Composting Council Board of Directors. Jennifer Trent says Iowa struggled to expand the compost industry. I think that's wholly related to uh, regulations. She says they're working with state officials to get those regulations changed. Radio Iowa, I'm Dar Danielson. Stop in for your chance at huge savings during Fleet Farm's Balloon Pop event. This Saturday, February 24th, the first 300 shoppers will get a ticket to shop and pop for 10 to 100% off their entire purchase. Doors open at 7 a.m., so come on down, fill your cart, and pop a balloon to see how much you've saved. Don't miss Fleet Farm's Balloon Pop to score even more savings on everything you need for everyday life this Saturday only. Hey, Iowa. It's George Kittle. Tied in for the San Francisco 49ers and proud former Hawkeye. Life can throw unexpected hits, much like catching a pass over the middle. If you're facing struggles with drug or alcohol use or even mental health challenges, take a timeout and call Your Life Iowa. Just like my teammates are there for me, the Your Life Iowa team is there for you. Get 24-7 free resources or find treatment options at yourlifeiowa.org. A message from Iowa HHS. The Todd Brommelkamp Show on 1600 ESPN. Sounds good. What is it? Hey, it's Todd. Don't forget to wake up with me Wednesday morning. Start your hump day off right between 6.30 and 9 o'clock right here on Eastern Iowa's Home for Sports. We'll take a look back at how the Hawkeyes did Tuesday night in East Lansing. Plus, WagerWise comes your way at 8.20. What is it again? The Todd Brommelkamp Show on 1600 ESPN. For the record, this was not my idea. 
Hands at 10 and 2, eyes on the road and ears on the radio. You're listening to Spencer on Sports on 1600 ESPN. It's 5.04. Thanks for hanging out here on 1600 ESPN. With you till 6 here from the Eakin Nutrition Studios. Eakin Nutrition now open in Coralville near Extreme Arena. Spencer and producer Andrew with you here on 1600 ESPN. It is drive time driven by Linder Tire and LinderTire.com. They've got three locations for your convenience. Iowa City, North Liberty, and in Grinnell. You can find out more at the website, LinderTire.com, or on our website, KGYMRadio.com. You'll need that uh, address, our website. And you'll need Linder, hopefully, too, uh, if you're thinking auto repair or service. But uh, we'll need uh, your uh, our website, I should say, KGYMRadio.com. Coming up in about 25 minutes, I have uh, one final opportunity to enter in our $5,000 Man Cave contest, giving you our winning sports word of the day for today coming up at 530. If you missed our giveaway in our number one, uh, playing prime numbers for a chance to get tickets to see Primus, Coheed, and Cambria at the McGrath Amphitheater in Cedar Rapids in July. We'll have another chance to win coming up on tomorrow's show. So you missed today's opportunity to win, but uh, I've got, uh, what, four more Wednesday, two on Thursday, and then one on Friday. Be four more. We're, we're squeezing in a five-day contest into four days. Uh, so still plenty of opportunities to win here on 1600 ESPN. But I uh, got the uh, winning sports word coming up at 530. We'll get into a little college football discussion here in just a bit. The playoff uh, format has been approved. Get into the details on that here in just a bit and get your thoughts on it uh, here in a few moments. Mike Squad, uh, I, I talk on the radio for a living and I can't talk today. I'm sorry. That's been like the last four days of my life. I can't talk. I do a radio show for a living and uh, my brain, what am I doing? Let's put Freddie and Harry back on. I've got the ESPN pod at the ready. Should I just fire up Freddie and Harry? What are they talking they talk about the the Lakers, uh, the the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, or something to do with Doc Rivers. I'm not sure. That seems to be what ESPN is all about today. But uh, I have. We'll try to squeeze in some NFL discussion here in just a bit. And uh, Major League Baseball, interesting piece today from Jeff Passan at ESPN.com about expansion. Are we going to see expansion in baseball? Do we even want expansion? In Major League Baseball. Talk about that coming up after 530 here on 1600 ESPN. Before I forget how to talk even more, let's uh, get to this. The sports world was just as busy as you were today. Here's what you missed while you were at work. Have you heard the news? On 1600 ESPN. Baseball, baseball, baseball going on in Iowa City. It is a romp for the 18th-ranked Hawkeyes, 14 to nothing. They put up two touchdowns on the Loris Duhawks. Not really, no. The, the, I, no the, I, <laughs> there's an Iowa offense joke in there somewhere. I'm not going to make it. You can do that on the text line on your own. The Iowa baseball team. I've got Andrew cracking up on the other side of the glass over there. The Iowa baseball. This is supposed to be a serious segment. Come on now. Iowa baseball team up 14 to nothing on Loris. Kyle Huxdorf just hit a grand slam in the bottom half of the fourth. So an eight spot in the second and then a four spot in the fourth for Iowa uh, in their home opener as they take on the Duhawks down at Dwayne Banks Field. Try to get you one more update on that before 
the end of the show. I mentioned a little Caitlin Clark uh, topic before top of the hour. Surprise, surprise to absolutely no one. She swept the National Player of the Week honors this week from both the AP and the Women's Basketball Coaches Association after her record-breaking night last week against Michigan. And a cool note from the wrestling side of things uh, for our friends to the north in Cedar Falls, uh, former UNI wrestler Mike Allen, conference champion for the Panthers in the early 1970s, is going to be among the latest class of inductees to the Iowa Wrestling Hall of Fame. Uh, Allen was a two-sport athlete uh, for the Panthers in both wrestling and football, also became one of the nation's top college and high school wrestling referees, Uh, was the first African-American to officiate the Iowa High School State Tournament, uh, and uh, got a number of accolades, uh, uh, including being named the Iowa Wrestling Official of the Year three times in 1980, 1987, and 1992. Mike Allen will be one of the inductees among the six members of the 2024 induction class into the Iowa Wrestling Hall of Fame. So pretty cool note there from our friends uh, to the north in Cedar Falls. There you go. That's what you missed while you were at work here on 1600 ESPN. This is Spencer on Sports on 1600 ESPN. Three one nine three six six sixteen hundred. Back with you from the Eakin Nutrition Studios here on a Tuesday afternoon. Thanks for hanging out as always. As I mentioned, some Major League Baseball talk coming up after bottom of the hour. Also, the sports menu again—a lighter menu today, some lighter fare, if you will, because uh, the NBA is off until uh, the end of the week. Thursday is when the regular season uh, resumes. Thought it was interesting today. Uh, you know me, I love college football, but following kind of the the offseason saga here with the CFP, uh, we know it's expanding. 12-team format starting this year. How will they go about doing that 12-team format? How will it be carried out? And it was a debate, if you've been following the story, about, well, we, we had the 6-plus-6 six model right the six champions six at larges we can't really do that anymore because the pack 12 doesn't exist anymore uh that's now the pack two and there was a regulation put into place where to be eligible to get a an auto bid essentially you have to have eight teams in your conference well when your conference consists of just washington state and oregon state obviously those that's two that's not eight. That's two. You're missing six members uh, with the Pac-12 meeting its demise. Uh, so the next best choice that needed to be approved was the five plus seven system. Basically what it is, it, it's exactly how it sounds. You have five automatic qualifying spots for the highest ranked conference champions and then seven at-large spots for the next highest ranked teams. Uh, again, the six plus six Model had to go by the wayside because uh, of the Pac-12 being whittled down to just two teams. Uh, This new model decreases the automatic qualifying spots but does give uh, an at-large spot, uh, and this uh, this proposal got unanimous support uh, with an 11-to-nothing vote. 
Now, what's interesting about this, I'll, I'll open it up to the text line, 319-366-1600. Do you like the model? I think it was the best choice available. I, you don't want to go any far. You don't want to go any tilted in any other way, right? Uh, you don't want to do like, uh, you know, six, uh, six. You can't have six conference champions, so you can't really increase the number of conference champions, but you don't want to, you know, make it, too heavily weighted in in one way, and I think five plus seven uh, instead of dropping down to like four plus eight is is probably the only really way to go. But if you have thoughts on the format as as a whole, the five plus seven model for the twelve team playoff, you can share those on the text line at three one nine three six six sixteen hundred. Where this gets kind of interesting, at least to me, is the fact that this is only for the next two years. The contract. Uh, is up after 2025, and there's still debate about what could happen for 2026 and beyond. The CFP has not agreed to a long-term television contract. Uh, There still are negotiations over it. Uh, Of course, we know the Big Ten and the SEC, Tony Petiti uh, and uh, and the SEC uh, and the Big Ten uh, have said that there's some inequities that need to be worked out. And when you say the word inequities, obviously you mean, uh, you know, we we are the two biggest leagues, right, with the SEC uh, and, and, the, uh, and the Big Ten. Uh, we want a bigger slice of, of the monetary pie, uh, if you will, um, when it comes to revenue distribution and they want those worked out before they say, okay, let's proceed forward for 2026. Still plenty of discussions to be had about that contract and that, uh, that kind of, you know, beyond the current iteration of the college football playoff. And while I think it's pretty much a given, it'll get worked out. It kind of leaves the door open for, well, what does the playoff look like in 2026 and beyond? And I think that's kind of the interesting point is that it sounds like everything is still kind of on the table when it comes to how many teams are in for 2026 and beyond. So uh, I think you're going to see, well, you're obviously going to see 12, right? 12 teams for the CFP for the next two seasons, 2024 and 2025, I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if you saw more in 2026. Um, what more is, maybe it's two more, maybe it's four more. You got to stick with an even number, obviously. But there are going to be discussions, it sounds like. Uh, Greg Sankey and Tony Petiti, uh, they are pushing to pushing to get what they want because they are the two the two power brokers right in college football coming up later this fall they're going to have the biggest the biggest leagues uh they're going to have the, they're going to wield the most power in college football and they feel like you know the revenue distribution should be should be a little bit tilted in their favor uh and uh they want these finalized to their liking we get we can share the revenue but We've got, we've got the, the edge here. That's the general feeling I get. But I'm curious. Do you think we're done at twelve? 
We're going to see 12 for two years. Should they expand out past 12 for 2026, or are we just sticking with 12? Should we just stick with 12 teams in the college football playoff in your mind? 319-366-1600. They want to reexamine the 12-team format. I, I think we'll get to 16 eventually, and I think we're going to get beyond that to probably 20 in the in the distant future but how do you work that in with the college football schedule that you have because the more teams you add to the playoff the more rounds you add you kind of need to start chipping away at the regular season so do we do we sacrifice regular season games for uh expanded playoff access like another round of playoff access Certainly is going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. But two years of 12, two years of the 5 plus 7 model, SEC and Big Ten, uh, the 5 plus 7 model, uh, they would have accounted uh, for, uh, if you add in uh, the 5 plus 7 model to the previous decade, uh, this report from Yahoo Sports, if you took the 5 plus 7 model over the previous decade of the college football playoff, the SEC and Big Ten would have had 61% of the 120 spots. So 73 of the 120 spots. That's a lot. It shows they're dominating the conference, um, dominating the discussion, and it sure sounds like they're going to continue to dominate this uh, moving forward. But you have two years of 12, two years of the 5 plus 7, Will they expand? Should they expand further in the college football playoff? 319-366-1600. Greg at Epworth saying 16 is going to happen at some point. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I think they should stick with 12. I, there should be some sort of like min, minimum, in my opinion, for this. Don't you think like you get 12 teams for two years and then all of a sudden, boom, you're at 16? Shouldn't we have like a minimum of like a four-year window of 12 instead of just, well, we did it for the contract, and that contract was up sooner than later, and it just becomes whenever we feel like expanding, we, we expand. That, that, that's just that's college football in a nutshell, though, right? Whenever we feel like expanding, we expand. ACC, they, Florida State, they could be gone. Clemson could be gone. Again, I bring up the Pangea Conference. Just random. It's not going to matter what conference you're in pretty soon. But you want to be in the Big Ten and SEC because they're the, they're the power brokers here. I feel like the ACC is on borrowed time. Big 12, Big 12's done good compared to you know, Pac-12. I think the Big 12 fared out better than a lot of us expected to. 319-366-1600-4481. Get rid of bowl games and make the season longer. Bowl games are an interesting issue because you have the sponsors who are tied to the bowl games. They want the exposure. You have teams that aren't in the playoff system or the playoff in general that still would probably like an opportunity to get extra practices in, get a final game in, reward their players for getting to the bowl eligibility threshold. 
it would be sad to see bowl games go away. I mean, we talked about this during the season, bowl games, trying new wacky stuff to keep people in, keep people interested. Look no further than the Pop-Tarts Bowl or they toasted the Pop-Tart mascot, Strawberry, the Duke's Mayonnaise Bowl, the whatever bowl. They, bowl games are fun to watch, but when all you're – all you're focused on is a championship. How much value do they lose, if at all? That's a good question to uh, to ask. 319-366-1600. Again, CFP leaders unanimously approving uh, the 5-plus-7 model for the 12-team playoff. For the next two seasons, Big Ten and SEC leaders saying not only do we want to look at revenue sharing, we want to look at the format as well. Do we do we stay at 12? Do we go to 16? Do we go to 20? Ed in Iowa City says, let's open it up to 60. 60, 18, just make it March Madness. How many of you have done that? I've done that before. I'm a I'm a college football nerd. You know that. I've I've done hypothetical 64 team college football brackets before. It it's a lot of where I just I went with my method was I just copied down the CBS CBS sports does like a one back in the day. It was one twenty five. Uh, now it's like one thirty two or whatever. However many teams there are in FBS and D one a and just copied that the top 68 teams into a bracket. I've done that before. Am I, my, am, am I weird if we're doing that? Probably in some of your eyes, three, one, nine, three, six, six, uh, 1600, 8704, 12 teams is plenty, although it may be intriguing for the fan base. I highly doubt that teams 13 through 20 have any shot at the title. Don't think it would ba- make for any better games than your normal bowl setup. Yeah, you know, there's something about being in, right? But the more and more you take it down, the more and more teams you at, how many have a realistic shot? At getting a title, you 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 cheer for the the underdog. I mean, don't get me wrong. Iowa Iowa State was in the was in the twenty team playoff or sixteen team playoff, right? You're you're okay with them being in. You want them to do well, but in the end, how many teams actually have a shot? Bama, Georgia, although who knows with Bama with Nick Saban gone, but. Bama, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State. I'd throw Clemson in there, but they've been down the last few years. Uh, who else? My USC, Texas. Is Texas back? Question mark. You can add all the teams you want, but only a few have have uh, have a shot in the end. Three one nine three six six sixteen hundred. Uh, James in the text line agrees, stick to 12, get past 12. And are they really the best team or the best teams in the country? Yeah, uh, that's my point. G- give us at least four, give us at least a bigger sample size of 12 than just two years. And then, well, we've been given an opportunity to expand again. Why not expand again? It means more money in our pockets. 319-366-1600. Got a few people. Bowl sponsorships. Should we should we get should we get a sixteen hundred ESPN bowl game? I don't know how much that costs. That would just be a terrible just 
I don't know. The winner gets to <laughs> I don't even want to, the winner gets to dunk Todd Bromelkamp in mayonnaise or something like that. I don't know. Just maybe 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 Isaac. Isaac's not here. He he doesn't he's not here on Tuesdays. So you're you're looking at me with that look of confusion and or terror on your well I mean face again. So when the ball games were coming up, we had destiny. Uh, Get. Yes, you're right. We have tried this, and yeah. it did not go well. No, no. it didn't. No. Um, it didn't mm. come out at all like we were expecting it to. Um, I mean, Taylor got the good luck of just getting to dump it on her, period, because I'm <laughs> sure most of us wanted to do uh, it. For the listeners who have no idea what we're talking about, our sister station, Z102.9, did a uh, a bracket yep. uh, where one of our coworkers... Uh, Opposite of this radio show on Z102.9, those girls in the afternoon with Destiny and Taylor. Uh, Destiny, one of our coworkers, uh, wanted to s- experience having something dumped on her. No, as, mayo in particular. Yeah, like, she was cheering. By the end, she was cheering for mayonnaise. Yeah. So we may have, may or may not have stacked the deck for mayonnaise to win that, but they did a full bracket of like salsa and Cheez-Its, Cheez-Its and, and chips. Doritos or something. Yes, and mayonnaise ended up winning. The, the, the Facebook evidence on the Z Facebook page, so if you follow both of our stations and you enjoy watching people get slathered in mayonnaise, there you go. Yeah, maybe that there. Maybe that idea is a poor idea. We skip the mayonnaise. Yeah, maybe not the mayonnaise. Maybe we do Pop something tarts. else. No, we've Pop-Tarts has been done. Pop-Tart eating contest. Ah, See, you could put. I feel like you could put down quite a few pop tarts, though. Yeah, don't you think? Yeah, but even after two, I'm kind of like, uh, how like, many pop tarts could you eat in one sitting? Three one nine three six six six. How many how many packets are in a box? There's like five, six, six, depending on the size of the box you buy. Well, if you're buying like the econo size, at, yeah, I think there's like twelve or twenty four in uh, those. Boy, that's a lot of pop tarts. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I lot. could do that much. No. <laughs> Oh boy, three one nine three six six sixteen hundred. I don't know how we got onto pop tarts and mayonnaise. Uh, I think the few people texting in bull sponsorships, uh, possible bull sponsorships, on on the text line. But uh, it, a few of you talking about the schedule uh, when it comes uh, down to this, uh, the games themselves. Uh, again, you're going to have the the home conference games. Uh, the four highest-ranked conference champions get a bye into the quarterfinals. Uh, those and the semifinals are played at a rotation of six bowl sites. The first-round games are played at the home site of the better seed and will be played the third week of December, December 20th and December 21st. Uh, and then uh, the four quarterfinals are on New Year's Day. Um one is on New Year's Eve. The semifinals are on January 9th and 10th of 2025. And then the championship is actually a couple weeks later. The 2024 championship game is January 20th of 2025. So obviously you add a round, you add uh, you know, kind of a level to it. You're pushing the championship game back. 319-366-1600 coming up on 527 Get you today's winning sports word here in just a moment. But uh, the CFP uh, approving that today. There's another meeting tomorrow. We'll keep tracking this, obviously. But a meeting tomorrow, I mentioned the revenue share, any future discussions about you know, what might happen uh, you know, beyond 2025 for 2026 and beyond. 
uh, will likely be brought up tomorrow, and we'll keep you up to date on that. 319-366-1600-8220 saying cutting into the regular season would hurt teams' revenue for home games, so you should stay at 12. Yeah, I I don't think teams want to give up a home game. So if you sh- say you, sh- you shave two games off the regular season to add a round to the playoff, and would teams want to give up a like one home game, one road game? I don't think you'd like that if you're a college team. 319-366-1600, a few of you chiming in about 16 teams, 12 teams, uh, just based on your opinion, but the I think we're all generally fine with 12 for a while. We've been stuck at four. I'm still surprised. I've said this before. There wasn't kind of like a middle step like, okay, we'll go from four to eight and then eight to 12, but you can't go back and change uh, the past. 319-366-1600 as we uh, roll with you here on a Tuesday. Got Iowa State Cyclones uh, Coach's Corner Show coming up. In about uh, one hour here on 1600 ESPN, Iowa State women's basketball tomorrow night against Houston, live on our airwaves tomorrow night at 6.30. And just a reminder, our Cyclones coverage brought to you in large part by realtor Lisa Nolan. She is the Cardinal sponsor for Iowa State Cyclones Athletics here on 1600 ESPN. You can find out more about her at our website, kgymradio.com, or you can visit her site directly, lisanolanrealtor.com. Get uh, you a local sports update here in just a moment with Andrew. He's got you up to date here uh, in just a few moments. I have 30 seconds to fill before I have to. I, I, I want to do this right on the button. I'm telling people, listen at 530 for the winning sports word. Yep. I, I want to make sure I'm on time. I don't want to be too early. I don't want to be too late. Even a minute off feels too late for me. Yeah. So I want to be on time here and i have four seconds to kill Mm -hmm. three two and one it's 5 30 so let's give you the winning sports word here on 1600 espn uh again a contest uh, someone locally is going to win 500 bucks uh which is uh, certainly something we'd like you to have so uh, even if you're not the grand prize winner of the five thousand dollars of the national prize the 5k being given out part of a national pool of entrance of contestants one local winner is going to win 500 bucks. All you have to do is enter the winning sports word. We give it to you four times daily, 7.30 and 11.30 in the morning, 3.30 and 5.30 in the evening. Got uh, one week left to enter, so one week left of keywords uh, through the rest of this week and then through next Tuesday. Uh, we are giving you these, uh, these winning sports words each day, and uh, your job is to enter it at kgymradio.com for your shot to win. Today's word is very easy to remember. Today's word is Iowa. I-O-W-A, like you're chanting in Kinnick Stadium or you're watching Iowa State play or Northern Iowa. Iowa, I-O-W-A. That is your word of the day, your winning sports word from us here at 1600 ESPN. Go Enter that now for a chance to win in our 5K Man Cave contest here on Eastern Iowa's home for sports. 531, quick timeout. More after this here from the Eakin Nutrition Studios. Eastern Iowa weather from 1600 ESPN.
I'm Casey Ferris with a check for your forecast. We will see a few passing clouds as we go throughout tonight with temperatures remaining pretty mild. An overnight low will fall back into the lower 30s. Increasing cloud cover is expected as we head towards Wednesday afternoon. Overall, though warm conditions expected, highs will be into the upper 50s to near 60 degrees. Wednesday night, there is a chance to maybe see a few isolated showers across the area. Most of that activity will be south of Highway 30. Temperatures will fall back near 40 degrees. And that was a check of your Iowa's News Now weather first forecast. One innocent click could lock down your entire network for ransom. Hackers are getting more and more devious, so teach your employees to check before they click. When you open an email, hover over the address to see where it's really coming from. If it doesn't match, is misspelled, or looks off in any way, delete it. Remember, any email could be a trick, so check before you click. This message presented by Network Computer Solutions. Download their complete Protect Your Network guide at ncsei.com. Choose family. Choose friends. Choose your community. Choose, Choose local. local. Choose local for everything. Clothes, food, a deserving charity, a new ride, or a place to keep your nest egg. When you buy from, invest in, or donate to businesses here in the corridor, you help keep our community strong and vibrant. Choose local. This message proudly presented by Cedar Rapids Opera, Quickstar, serving Eastern Iowa, and 1600 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is now live. The official sports book of ESPN features daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN shows and personalities like me. Bet on all your favorite sports with live in-game wagers, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. New users get $100 in bonus bets after making any sports book bet. Download the ESPN Bet app to sign up today. I'll see you there. ESPN Bet. What a play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Life insurance. Why are you putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think you don't need it? There's lots of excuses for putting off life insurance. But if you weren't there, who would pay the mortgage and other bills? With Ethos, you could be covered in 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at checkethos.com. That's checkethos.com. With your local sports update on 1600 ESPN, I'm Andrew Michael. The Iowa State men's basketball team lost a top 10 battle at Houston last night, 73-65. Keyshawn Gilbert scored 17 points with Trey King and Curtis Jones, adding 13 points in the loss each. The Cyclones return home to play West Virginia on Saturday afternoon. Another week, another Player of the Week award for Iowa's Caitlin Clark. The senior of the Iowa women's basketball team earned Big Ten Player of the Week honors on Monday for the ninth time this season. Clark got the award after passing Washington's Kelsey Plum to become the all-time leading scorer in the NCAA women's basketball Thursday night against Michigan. She scored 49 points, 13 assists, and 5 rebounds in the win over the Wolverines. This is the 27th weekly award from the conference for Caitlin Clark, which is the most in Big Ten history. Iowa men's basketball player Owen Freeman also got honors from the Big Ten Conference on Monday. Freeman was named the Big Ten Freshman of the Week for the second consecutive week for the ninth time this season. Freeman averaged 12.5 points, 10 rebounds, 3.5 blocks, 3 assists, and 1 steal in games against Maryland and Michigan last week, including a 20-point and 12-rebound performance in an overtime win over the Badgers on Saturday. Freeman has won 9 of the 14 Freshmen of the Week honors from the Big Ten this season. 
The Coke College women's basketball team begins postseason play at home tonight in the first round of the American Rivers Conference Tournament. The Gohawks are number three seed in the ARC Tournament and host the number six seed Luther College tonight at 7 p.m. Coe swept Luther in regular season, averaging a 22-point margin in the victories. The winner of tonight's game plays at number two seed Loris on Thursday night. Tonight on 1600 ESPN, we have the Cyclones Coaches Corner Show at 6.30. That's your local sports update. I'm Andrew Michael for 1600. ESPN. Hey, it's Todd from the Todd Rummelkamp Show. You're hearing Spencer on Sports, exclusively on Eastern Iowa's Home for Sports, 1600 ESPN. Todd Rummelkamp live and local tomorrow morning, 630 till 9 here on 1600 ESPN. 319-366-1600. Iowa baseball now up 15-0 on Laura's bottom half of the sixth home opener Going on right now at Banksfield in Iowa City. Hawkeye baseball headed to Florida this weekend. Mentioned that earlier in the show. Pretty early for a home game. Don't usually get, what, 55 and sunny on February 20th. But they uh, certainly lucked out today. Been living vicariously through the uh, the Iowa baseball tweets and uh, tweets from our friend Kyle, friend of the show, Kyle Hughesman from Hawkeye Report. He's there covering the game. One of all the pictures of Sun Splash Banks Field. And here I am in the studio staring at, well, I can't really stare at the sunset because that, be, that would be bad. But I, I enjoy being here. I'm not trying to say I don't want to be here. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm just saying. I, I campaigned to do the show live from Banks Field and just kind of met on deaf ears. So I don't know what I got to do. Pull some more strings. 319-366-1600. On the text line, talking about college football and bowl games, uh, saying they wish there was a way to help incentivize players to actually play in the non-playoff bowls, asking revenue sharing with the participating players. I think that's where we're headed. I think we're headed to revenue sharing across college football. Uh, just because of how huge the TV deals are, how much money these schools are bringing in, I think eventually you're headed towards that. And I think bowl games are going to have to do something like that. Uh, to Especially if the playoff goes to, goes to 16, goes to whatever, and bowls, what, what bowls are left are still around, I feel like that's going to be part of our future. They can't do it now because of of the rules. Uh, there are some bowl games doing NIL uh, opportunities, obviously, but they can't pay players directly. So that's why you still see like the 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 bowl swag, the bowl gifts. Like you get like a commemorative watch and a commemorative football and like a gift card to some random store, like a Visa gift card and stuff like that. The players get that. That's kind of kind of skirting the rules a little bit with that. But I think it's, it's part of it. That's for sure. 319-366-1600. I mentioned quick uh, discussion of Major League Baseball. Maybe a little bit more of a deep dive into this on tomorrow's show. Pardon me. Sorry, I hate to cough on the mic. But uh, when you're trying to do a show and you are, you know, holding back a cough. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Uh, Jeff Passan from ESPN.com had an interesting piece today. We're, we're starting to see like the discussion of baseball obviously ramp up as uh, spring training begins. You got full squad workouts going on. 
Interesting piece today from Jeff about expansion in Major League Baseball. We have been on 30 teams since 1998 when the Diamondbacks and the then Tampa Bay Devil Rays joined the Major Leagues. Are we any closer to expanding out Major League Baseball to 32 teams? Jeff had an interesting uh, column on it. Uh, Basically, the long and short of it is it's not imminent. Sources, uh, his sources say it's unlikely to happen until the early 2030s. Obviously, creating a franchise from the ground up takes a lot of time. And it's not the immediate priority of baseball to get to 32 teams. But they would like to be at 32. Uh, eventually they've wanted to be at 32 for a while. Uh, Jeff Passon pointing out in his, in his uh, piece at ESPN.com. This is the longest period that major league baseball has gone without expansion since, uh, since the 60 year stretch from the original 16 to when it went to 18 teams back in 1961. So you had 60 years between going up two teams, and now we're, you know, 1998 to the present day uh, since going to 30. So it's been a while. Uh, It's not, you know, necessarily uh, intentional. Uh, It's not, you know, not never going to happen, but there are still plenty of hurdles to cross that are not expansion-related, according to Passan. Two of the big things that need to be addressed uh, is the the Diamond Sports Group, the fallout uh, from their bankruptcy. We've talked about that on the show and what that means for getting your game shown on television. Uh, Certainly is a big part of trying to have an audience, right? You need need your games on TV. You need your games to be viewed and, and It's easier said than done here in Iowa uh, with all the blackout rules, obviously. But uh, Diamond Sports Group going through bankruptcy. They run the Bally Sports Network. MLB would like uh, a solution to that. Uh, Also have stadium issues, stadiums that need to be addressed for existing teams. Uh, The Oakland A's are one of them. What's going to happen with them? Are they really going to move to Vegas? Are they kind of in limbo? What's going on with that? Uh, You also have the Tampa Bay Rays who are looking to build the new stadium. And if they don't get the approval they need, could they relocate? Uh, You know, if the A's end up not going to Vegas, uh, even though there was a vote by the owners to approve that, could we see an expansion team, you know, go from one of the cities that's been proposed, which we'll get to in just a moment, to Vegas, if the Vegas deal with the A's falls through or if, Tampa uh, Tampa Bay doesn't get the stadium that they want uh, in the Tampa area, would they take the spot? Would they relocate to uh, one of the cities that has been kind of working behind the scenes to get this to get this off the ground? So not a priority just yet. It's not imminent. Uh, again, Jeff Passon saying his sources uh, tell him not until the early 2030s. Of course, we heard, Rob Manfred will be stepping down in 2029 when his contract expires. So this is probably going to be the work for the new commissioner, whoever that is, Uh, but still plenty of uh, 
plenty of talk to be had with this. The top two cities, according to Passon's reporting, uh, that are seen as, I guess, the favorites, if you will, for expansion, Nashville and Salt Lake City, two, t- two cities that already have minor league teams, uh, but would be, at least have been, showing a lot of interest and putting up a lot of capital and putting out a lot of proposals uh, and trying to get in the good graces of Major League Baseball and get on the radar of Major League Baseball to be the next two cities for expansion. Uh, The goal is to have one team in the East, one team in the West, and uh, kind of go from there, and then that kind of creates a cavalcade of, okay, what, you know, what do you do with the divisions? Who's in what division? You know, is Nashville in the, uh, you know, the National League East or whatever it might be? You got to work all that out, move teams around. So there's still plenty of uh, plenty of discussions with that. Uh, there are other cities that are trying to make a push for teams. Portland, Oregon, uh, is a team that, or a city that would like a team desperately wants a team. A lot of people want to see Montreal get a team back. The Expos, of course, are now. Uh, now the franchise has relocated, pardon me while I bump the mic there, uh, to to Washington. Uh, speaking of uh, the Nationals, uh, no longer for sale apparently. That news coming across in the last uh, hour or so. Uh, the Lerner family has pulled the team from the market, uh, so the Nationals are no longer for sale. Uh, but some people want to see Montreal get a team. Um, bring the Expos back. Would they get the Expos rights from the, the Nationals? Certainly would be something to watch there with that. Um, Charlotte, North Carolina, another city that has uh, been kind of hankering for a bit for a pro team. They've got the AAA team for the, the White Sox there. So still plenty of factors, you know, still plenty of cities that are, you know, uh, kind of in, in the works here, or at least hoping they are in position to land the next team, uh, next team or teams from Major League Baseball. But according to Jeff Passan from ESPN, the two at least favorites right now are Nashville and Salt Lake City. So that is uh, at least the latest from there. But it's been quite a while since we've seen expansion. It's going to happen. Just when does it happen? Who does it involve? How does it affect the game? Who's in charge of this? Does Rob Manfred name the cities before he steps aside and kind of leaves it up to the next guy that's, that's you know, all to be determined yet? Do you think baseball needs to expand? 319-366-1600. We've been at 30 teams uh, since 98. We've had two rounds of expansion since I've been alive, which is 93 and 98, and that's been it. So I, I've only, as a baseball fan, known Major League Baseball, essentially, as a 20-plus team league. It's been 30 for so long. You can hardly imagine the league not being at 30 teams, but curious to know what you think. Does Major League Baseball need to expand, or are there other pressing issues you think the game should be focused on? 319-366-1600. That was uh, the latest from baseball, uh, Major League Baseball, at least for today we'll take a quick time out come back and bring you tonight's sports menu including college basketball iowa michigan state about 13 minutes away from tip-off more on that and the rest of tonight's sports slate coming up here on 1600 espn one innocent click could lock down your entire network for ransom 
Hackers are getting more and more devious, so teach your employees to check before they click. When you open an email, hover over the address to see where it's really coming from. If it doesn't match, is misspelled, or looks off in any way, delete it. Remember, any email could be a trick, so check before you click. This message presented by Network Computer Solutions. Download their complete Protect Your Network guide at ncsei.com. ESPN Bet is now live in Iowa as the official sports book of ESPN. ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Emil's Hideaway is the place to get together. Stop in for a drink and some chow with your buddies. Emil's opens every day at 4. If you're hanging out at home instead, order pickup and delivery at emilshideaway.com. Emil's Hideaway, a great place to meet up with friends. Are you having a hard time finding ag podcasts? We can help. The podcast directory at agriamerica.com allows you to search by category and topic so it's quick and easy to find what you're looking for. Ag Chicks, Farm for Profit, Heart of Rural America, the Shark Farmer Podcast, Real Ag Radio, and more are featured on Agri-America. Our extensive directory has something for everyone. Discover a new ag podcast today by visiting agriamerica.com. That's agriamerica.com. Meet Cheryl. Hey. She's on vacation and lost in the moment. Unfortunately, so is her Chase debit card. It's got to be somewhere. Maybe she lost it at Salsa Night. These skirts should have pockets. Or maybe she lost it at Pilates. Three and two and But ah. she's not worried. With the Chase mobile app, she can lock her card till it turns up. Tools that help protect. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data reads may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. This year, Dell Technologies wants to help you do amazing things with their best tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, powered by Intel Core processors, and more. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com deals. is Spencer on Sports on 1600 ESPN. Back with you at 550 here on a Tuesday evening. Thanks for being here. 1600 ESPN Eastern Iowa's home for sports from the Eakin Nutrition Studios. Get you the sports menu in just a moment. Uh, 2359 on the text line. Tampa Bay did not win a title. Uh, we talked about the two stadium deals, stadium issues that MLB has said they want to work through before they talk about expansion, Oakland or Vegas. Uh, and Tampa, Tampa just wants a new stadium because uh, Tropicana Field is 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 not a good place to play. They want a modern stadium. They've got renderings and and such. I think it's largely going to be built on the same um, the same relative area or in the same relative area. But Tampa has never won a championship. They've been to the World Series twice, uh, lost in 08 to the Phillies. Right, that Joe Madden was the manager there, and then of course they lost the. Uh, World Series during the pandemic lost to the Dodgers, uh, but never won a title. Uh, one of the best teams. They always have so much talent in Tampa. They're, they develop talent. They build up talent. 
great farm system, but they never have gotten to gotten to the top of the mountain. They were close in 2020. Wasn't uh, Kevin Cash got uh, ridiculed for it was Blake Snell, right? I, mean, I try to wipe most of 2020 from my memory. So I try to remember sports as much as possible, but 2020 sports was just so wacky with the pandemic and such. Yeah. I don't know. 319-366-1600, Greg and Epworth. If they go to 32, the Expos have to be in Montreal. Yeah. I'd like to see the Expos back. Um, yeah, I, I don't know who I'd like to see. I, I guess Salt Lake City and Nashville feel like the, the two front runners, but things could change. I think you got you got to bring back the Expos, right? You have to. That just feels it feels necessary. Nashville, Salt Lake City, I mean, I don't know. I just, they, what I'm curious with those two cities, if those two are, are it, they have AAA teams. So, I mean, I know Major League Baseball doesn't care about the minor leagues, even though they own them, but how do you balance out what happens to the AAA team? Do they move? Assuming they would, a lot of things to uh, get worked out yet if expansion does Come on our radar. 5.52. Let's uh, do a quick rundown of tonight's sports menu. What are you eating? Instant mashed potatoes for frozen TV dinners. And I want to know why it didn't have mayonnaise. Okay. On the menu today, we have... Start with what's currently in progress. Iowa baseball with a 15-1 to lead. In the bottom half of the seventh against Loris at the home opener at Banksfield in Iowa City. We have an upset in college baseball. Number one, Wake Forest going down at the hands of UNC Greensboro tonight. That game was at UNC Greensboro. So a little road test for the number one ranked Demon Deacons. And number one has gone down. Uh, earlier tonight so interesting to note there if you're a college baseball fan we'll see what that does uh, to the d1 baseball polls here this week but college basketball top of mind for uh well most of us here tonight as iowa takes on michigan state six o'clock on peacock uh tonight again i mentioned michigan state is a nine and a half point favorite over the hawkeyes at circus sports total set at 154 and a half your other big 10 slate tonight other big 10 game tonight is wisconsin hosting maryland badgers needing a win going back home certainly i think will help uh wisconsin have lost five of their last six games including the loss to iowa in overtime uh this past weekend going home to take on maryland tonight a eight o'clock start there badgers are favored by seven and a half uh, from both Circus Sports and ESPN Bet tonight. That game, 8 o'clock on Peacock. Also have women's hoops action tonight in the Big Ten. Wisconsin playing at Minnesota. Northwestern is playing at Nebraska. Top 25 men's action tonight. Number one team in the country, UConn, is in Omaha tonight, taking on Creighton. 15th-ranked Blue Jays hosting the number one team in the country. That's at 7.30 on Fox Sports 1. Also in action tonight, number five, Tennessee is at Mizzou. Baylor playing at BYU tonight. couple ranked teams out of the Big 12. San Diego State at Utah State tonight. Texas Tech hosting TCU. And St. Mary's, the Gales, unbeaten in the West Coast Conference, taking on the Dons of San Francisco on the men's side tonight. And in hockey, i got to find Justin's picks. 
on the text line before I uh, lose them here tonight. But uh, your schedule tonight includes Ottawa at Florida, Dallas at the Rangers tonight. You also have Pittsburgh hosting the Islanders. New Jersey is at Washington, Winnipeg hosting Minnesota. Wild coming off that 10-goal game yesterday. Also Colorado and Vancouver, Vegas and Nashville and Los Angeles and Columbus. Justin says the Avalanche on the money line, Vegas on the money line, and the Rangers on the money line. If you're picking along with him, placing wagers on the games. He said he went one for one last night in the picks he shared. There you go. Appreciate it, Justin. Appreciate you listening. I appreciate all of you checking in on the text line throughout the program here today. 319-366-1600 is that talk and text line. Another opportunity for you to weigh in on top sports stories of the day with Todd Brommelkamp tomorrow morning from 630 until 9. Uh, Todd will have WagerWise coming up for you in the 8 o'clock hour tomorrow. Uh, back with you uh, courtesy of Betfred Sportsbook. Uh, Todd uh, talks uh, sports betting in Iowa around 820 uh, on the program uh, tomorrow morning. Gym class will have Mark Ironside. Plenty to say, I'm sure, about Iowa wrestling as they beat Wisconsin for senior day of this past weekend. Look ahead to a big showdown with Oklahoma State on the gym class tomorrow from 3 until 4. And I'll be with you from 4 until 6. Got plenty, including uh, our winning sports word of the day. Got those tickets to see Primus and uh, Coheed and Cambria. Look back on college hoops from tonight. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, it's Wednesday, so Collector's Corner comes your way around 5.50 uh, tomorrow afternoon here on 1600 ESPN. So a full show for you, as always, here on Eastern Iowa's Home for Sports. Enjoy your Tuesday evening. Again, the Cyclones Coach's Corner Show on the way from 6.30 until 8. Until tomorrow, have a great evening here in Eastern Iowa.